Hi, and welcome to my podcast, Torah Psych 101, where if you love Torah and you love psychology, this is the podcast you have been waiting for. I am your host, Dr. Jonathan Lassen. Let's get right into it. When I was in shul last week, I noticed that there was a shortage of tissues. We were down to our last box. So I immediately ran to Target and picked up some boxes of tissues. And I thought I might as well call the rabbi and make sure that that was okay. And he told me that there's somebody else that actually does pick up the tissues. And um, I mentioned that we were down to our last box. So he said, well, just give the guy a call and let him know that you're picking him up. So I gave this person a call, and he told me, he said, yeah, I meant to pick it up, but uh, if you're there anyway, just pick them up. And he said, by the way, I just want to mention that there's no expiration date on tissues. And I said, that's very true. So if I get and you get, then we can always just store them, and we'll always be able to use them. So I was thinking about that in the context of this week's Parsha, but also in the context of a psychological phenomenon known as the diffusion of responsibility. That sometimes you see something and you assume that somebody else is going to do it, even if that person is the designated person, that they are the ones that usually pick up the tissues or do something for the shul um, that is for the bedeka bias or, you know, to keep the shul going. So we know in psychology there's this concept of the bystander apathy, which is sometimes used synonymously with the diffusion of responsibility, that we always think that somebody else is going to take control and do something in a situation that requires action. So, for example, you see somebody who's slumped over in a subway terminal, and you are kind of like thinking, should I say something? Eh, I'm sure somebody else has already reported it, so you don't end up reporting it. That's your typical uh, prototypical idea of what the bystander effect is and the diffusion of responsibilities. That responsibility gets diffused amongst a lot of people when there are a lot of people around. But in the context of shul and the context of this week's parsha, where we're talking about the final construction of the of the base of mikdash and all the um, items that were donated to the mishkan, so we find something very interesting that says that. Betzalel makes the ark, the Aron, out of this acacia wood. And Rashi says that because Betzalel dedicated himself um, and did a lot of work for the Aron, more so than the other people, it the Aron now has his name on it. It's like he he, uh, he got the name on the shul, and it's known as the Aron of Betzalel, or the Aron that Betzalel made. And we find this is interesting that because in... Um, Parshas Truma, a few Parshios back, it says that they should make the Aron out of acacia wood. And the Medrash tells us that in other places, it says, Hashem says to Moshe that you should make. But in the case of the Aron, he says that they should make. And the Medrash tells us that there's a reason for this, and that Hashem tells Moshe, let everybody be a part of the the um the making of the Aaron so that everybody has a zechus in the Torah, and it seems like there's a little bit of a conflict because we see that Hashem tells everyone in one case that they should be part of the uh, building of the Aaron, but we know that the appellation of the name of the Aaron is the Aaron that Betzalel made. 
So I saw that Rav uh, Avram Tversky brings down in the name of Rav Sarotskin. He says that the message here is that whenever there's Torah involved, a person should not have this psychological conflict of the diffusion of responsibility and assume that other people are going to do the acts that should be done in terms of the Bedeka bias. And even though that all of the Nasral were obligated to, um, to do their share in building the Arun, Salil, he was the one that defied this diffusion of responsibility phenomenon or the bystander effect, and he approached it as, quote-unquote, he were the only one available to fashion it. And he brings down a story where in uh, Shul, all the members were asked to donate a cup of wine. And each of the people in the Shul, they all said, well, you know what, I'm sure everybody else is going to bring down, bring the wine, so I'll just put in a cup of water. And they each came and they put a cup of water into this big barrel that they thought was full of wine. And when they came to get the wine from the barrel, after they thought it was all full, it was pure water. And that's what happens when you have the bystander effect or the diffusion of responsibility. And this is very, very relevant to us nowadays, that when it comes to things that regard that are um, for the sake of the Torah, we all have to abandon that, that uh, diffusion of responsibility phenomenon, the bystander effect, and say to ourselves, no, we need to be the ones that should take on this task. And we have to realize that when things are done for the Torah, there is no expiration date as there are no expiration dates in tissues. So with that, I hope everybody will take a lesson from this that when there's something that comes to Torah responsibility or for the better bias, for the betterment of a shul, for a base medrash, just do it. Take the lead and don't assume that somebody else is going to do it for you because there is no expiration date on Torah. Have a wonderful and meaningful Shabbos. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I am Dr. Jonathan Lassen, a therapist, educator, and lifelong learner. I'd love to hear your comments, thoughts, and suggestions by emailing me at jonathanlassen2018 at gmail.com. That's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-L-A-S-S-O-N 2018 at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you and learning from you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and are psyched for our next Torah Psych Podcast.